I'm ready. Oh shoot, I re started recording when you said deep breath. That's okay. Still holding. Breathe out, breathe out, Dylan, breathe out. Ooh, that's kind of ASMR-ish, I like it. This is I guess. ASMR by me podcast. Let's never do food that. And you listen. <laughs> it's gonna be great um i guess uh i guess once again we do not have i well i mean let me take a, one further step back welcome to bite me podcast episode 116 116 uh i am cliff johnson the dylan the dylan's here uh again As we are always, missing the adam, adam is missing <laughs> Yeah, it's been like the Cliff and Dylan show for a couple yeah. weeks, but then next week it's going to be the Adam and Dylan show because I won't be here. Yeah, so, but Kate's here. <laughs> yeah, I may as well say something now. <laughs> uh, Dylan and I have been snowed in at our respective homes for ever. I don't I remember what ever. the outside's I like. I today asked the question: Is it Tuesday? Yeah, yeah, I was. Yes, it was in fact Tuesday, but I really wasn't sure. The only thing that's been keeping me going is that I know I go on vacation on Thursday, so we're just like I'm pushing forward. And if someday I don't go to work <laughs> and instead drive to Portland, I'm going to assume I'm on vacation. Well, at least, but man, it, at least you'll be able to drive there now. Yeah, it's uh, the weather in Seattle. If you, I, I, I hear it's making national news. So my assumption is that you may have heard about it if you watch things like the news. Yeah. But we got what for us is an unprecedented amount of snow, which the most like, in a long, long time. Yeah, normally we we get about three quarters of an inch of snow in February, and in the span of like three days, we got probably ten inches. I'm going to say yeah, ten or twelve inches. We're probably, I would say, between ten and twelve inches. Yeah, which is enough to literally just shut down the entire city. Yeah. Like my kid hasn't gone to school in, I think in the last eight days, he'll have gone to school for two of them. Yeah. Um, Dylan and I have been to work one yeah. of like the last eight or two of the yeah, last one eight. and a half days, I think. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. I pulled multiple so. cars out of ditches in front of my house. I've not um, had to do that yet. So I live on a hill. Yeah, it's a dastardly hill full of ice. It's a dastardly hill when it's not yeah, full of ice. Exactly. So I can I can see why people are getting stuck in that hill. Yeah. The neighborhoods are still like my my neighborhood still has six inches of like slushy, nasty snow yeah. on the road. So, so much slush piled up. Like it's it's nuts. It's gross. It's awful to go out in. And like all my neighbors suck. None of them like shovel their sidewalks. Yeah. So, like going to get my mail is just like disgusting and gross. Like but I got uh I got a bite me hoodie in my uh in my my mail today though Ooh. which is pretty cool yeah so that was fun uh just in time to wear it to to uh walt disney world so i'm going to represent while we're there um anyway i guess anyway yeah like we're saying adam's not here he went to palm springs and, and then got sick to or, a pile of snow <laughs> he didn't have power either yeah. he not only returned to a pile of snow he returned to no power and like 33 degrees so it's probably real chilly at his house too yeah so anyway he'll be back next week um i'll be in disney world so i guess if you're in disney world next week and you want to come say hey that's where i'll be um should we do some uh some games we've been playing yes i really didn't play much i've been snowed in and just you've been stuck in a house what, what else do you have to do man watch tv <laughs> and my friend's crashing uh, here like because he's living with his grandparents at the tippy top of the tallest tower um of like it's a, it's a road i wouldn't like to drive in the dark 
in like dark dry uh, weather sure. <laughs> so yeah when it's when it's yeah, covered in, and apparently they still have pretty bad snow up there because it's just a little higher it's, and it's not it's going gross, away man. so um i guess this that. at least gives them the option to maybe go to work i don't know i just hear you could have been playing co-op games but, have, but you know whatever. there was a lot of uh, dragon ball z uh, <laughs> watch like 76 episodes so far so wow yeah, exactly um and we, how is it it's good yeah like yeah. it's what it's such a soap opera because you, you watch an episode and you're like i can't stop i gotta keep it just it keeps keeps you really engaged in it um and the the episodes are like 16 minutes uh sure after the three and a half minute intro plus recap and then a minute and a half of credits so six minutes of the 22 minutes is actually stuff you don't need to watch uh wow that's crazy incredible. so you can knock out four in an hour so pretty I, I, I watched a lot of tv too actually i watched uh i watched the the fire documentary the the fire yeah. festival doc on netflix which was real good um we both watched um, or have you seen it yeah, yet have you watched? watched it i forgot to text you because it, it's just absurd i'm I'm trying to remember abducted the name. In uh, abducted in plain sight. If you have not seen that, it is yes. a, literally a true documentary about a girl who gets kidnapped by the same guy twice. And aliens. It's, and aliens. That's the twist. I spoiled it, but it, it's, it's, it's you have to watch it. It's insane. Go watch it. It's on Netflix. Um, I watched uh, uh, what's it called? Black or Russian Doll. Too. Oh, yeah. Russian Dolls. Is that what I want to say? It's yeah, similar, it's good. But- it's uh it's on netflix as well yeah. it's like a kind of a creepy groundhog's day story yeah. it's good we watched uh, gerald's game as well the netflix Ooh. version of the stephen king novel and it was i did not know it was good it was it was good sure um it's very much set in a one location and i think due to that and the very limited nature of the story essentially a couple is going to spice up their love life and the husband dies while she's handcuffed to the bed. And so as you can see, the story is very limited in what's going on. So it's very much a one person show, which is good. It's just the, the nature of the movie creates um, a kind of strange pacing. It's very fast, um, which is probably best because you don't want that movie to drag on for sure. But I think it also kind of it lacks the tension in certain in certain ways because it's just moving along too quickly. Uh, Interesting. I uh, I read the book. I didn't realize there was a Netflix yeah, adaptation of it. 2017, I think. Huh. I'll have to check it out. I really like the book. I'm a big Stephen King fan, yeah. though. So um, I actually did play some video games. Um, I let's see. I'm trying to remember last time. We talked, I don't know, I, I beat Hellblade, um, Snow of Sacrifice. I can't remember if I talked about that last time. We actually recorded the uh, Bite Me DLC Plays podcast of it this weekend, uh, Colby and I did. So that is out now for folks who are patrons and uh, will be out um, next Monday. So Monday the hmm, 18th for people that are not patrons. So watch out for that. We we managed to talk for almost two hours about an eight-hour game. So I, I don't know what exactly that says, but yeah. uh, but we did. So it uh it's it, you know it's it's a hard game to like I 
I want to say, hey, it was a great game and we had fun, but that's not exactly the long and short of it. But we both I think we both really enjoyed it. We just um, we had thoughts. So listen, you know, check out the podcast. It's it's there's no reason for me to talk more about Hellblade right now. So uh, check that out. Um, I played Apex Legends. Yeah. With I Colby. Twice. And- I just haven't played it yet. That's uh that's that's almost like playing it it's it's really good like it's it's to me probably the perfect battle royale game it's like we said it's a little bit more serious than uh fortnite but a little less serious than PUBG. um it plays really well i like the i like the trio teams i like the three people on the team not not four um, I mean, first of all, because I think it's a little easier to find three people is, than is it always uh, three player teams. Yeah. And uh, it'll auto fill a third person if you only have two or if you only have one. Um, it does some really cool things, though. And the first of those things is that you can if a player dies. So so let's say the the bad guy shoots you and then kills you. You know, you can walk around. You can do that kind of bleeding out kind of thing. But if you actually get killed, you leave behind like a little transmittery thing and people in your team can pick that up and go to like regeneration sites and you'll actually pop back in, which is cool. Um, and if you're not playing with friends, it has this really cool, even if you're playing with friends, actually, it has this really cool, like marking capability. So it's, I think it's the right button. And so if you want to go like, Hey, there's the bad guy. And they're like, where you can actually go like, Hey, he's right there. And like click and point and it'll put a, a mark where people can see, Hey, he's right there. Or you can say, Hey, there's ammo here or Hey, there's a health pack here. But if you're not playing with people via headset, it actually will have your character say that. So you can go like, bad guy over there or hey let's all converge here or hey there's a health pack here and it'll actually talk in a way that you don't actually have to voice chat with strangers if you don't want to which is a really 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 cool system um we did not play a ton we wanted to go play actually i've played a third game fourth game um we wanted to go play uh, a, a different game so we only played maybe Oh, I'm going to say three or four rounds, but that's more than any other game I've played in a while. So, you know, that's that's nothing to, to sneeze at. Um, it was fun, though. I, I would definitely play it again if you I mean, it's 100 percent free. So go go grab it if you haven't. Um, I played another couple of levels of Strange Brigade, that uh, co-op zombie game yeah, that's on I Game Pass. That um, to give that a try because it sounded fun. It was fun. Yeah. So I actually played it four player with uh, me, my kid, my brother and Kevin. Um, And it's really fun four player. Uh, It just it's kind of goofy and it's it's oddly challenging on like the standard difficulty. Like you'll you'll get killed a lot. The bad guys are just really, really spongy and kind of a like almost negative way like not enough to make you like i don't want to play that game anymore but enough to go like oh my god why won't this guy die kind of way so um again it's totally worth playing it's totally free get a couple of buddies and play it that's what i would recommend is play it at least co-op um but it's i think probably even better with three or four people but it's free so do that i mean i guess if you have game pass um and i also played the division two beta 
Um, again, not for super long because I didn't have anyone else to play it with. I, I the beta ran, I want to say through the eleventh, and I got the beta invite like the morning of the ninth. <laughs> so it like it was really weird. I think it ran the seventh through the eleventh, and they invited me to the va- the beta literally the day before it ended. I want to say so I didn't have a lot of time. And I didn't know anyone else in it, but I loaded it up just long enough to kind of feel out what it is and. A hundred percent. If you liked the division one, you'll like the division two, because if you had told me I was playing the division two or division one, it just had a different setting. I'd go, (laughs) okay, that makes sense because it feels absolutely identical to it. The bad guys are kind of spongy. The guns feel good. It's beautiful to look at, but man, there's, I'm sure there are differences. I guarantee you there are differences, but man, I sure could not tell you uh, what they are. Um, The other game I started playing about two hours in is The Walking Dead Season 1, which is a, again, a Game Pass game, but it is also our March um, Bite Me DLC Plays game. So grab The Walking Dead Season 1 off Game Pass, or it's, I think, 15 bucks on the Xbox and the PlayStation 4. It's 25 on the Switch. I think it's like 12 on the PC. You can actually buy it mobile too. It's on iOS for like 20. So if you want to uh, play that along with us and talk, you can come join us in the Discord um, and talk about it. And then we'll do a podcast about it probably like middle of next month. I'm thinking we'll probably record like the 15th-ish. So you can uh, you can see how The Walking Dead comes along. So far, it uh, sure plays like a game that came out in 2006. Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah, even at 2006, the controls weren't <laughs> they're, they're, they work because of the nature of what the game is. You're not doing a whole lot of, th- of uh-huh. things, so they probably could have been a little smoother. But <laughs> it's the controls are not great. The camera is not great. The story is kind of overwritten and overacted. But you know, whatever. I, I think the best notes so far. So I'm playing like I'm playing with my brother colby because we're gonna do the podcast together obviously and uh his notes for ducky which is one of the or duck i think his name's duck who's one of the kids in it one of the original characters he's like this is duck i shouldn't have chosen to save his life because he's so obnoxious right (laughs) like should let him get eaten by zombies um unfortunately it's not an option so but uh, we'll see i got like eight hours left of it we'll see if i can We'll see if I can make it another eight hours. It's that's it's a game where I might play the first couple episodes and call it good because it's not it's not grabbing me very tight. So we'll see. Anywho, we have a ton of this, Dylan. So so why don't you Ooh, with the big big breath news? I felt like I was gonna start for a second. <laughs> Love it. All right. So uh, probably the worst news of the day. Um, I think everyone kind of saw this coming. Uh, Activision, this leaked, I guess, last Friday. I mean, which I can't imagine what it would be like to have the fact that your company was going to do seriously large amounts of layoffs on Friday and then have to like exist all weekend and then them not to happen Monday. Yeah. Like I, I just can't imagine what that would be like. Um, I have a couple of friends that, that work at Activision blizzard and they've just been, they were just panicky, you know, um, they both made it through the layoffs, but, uh, so Activision laid off 775 people. It's a lot. Um, it's a lot of people after posting. Yeah. After posting record results in 2018, 
and just giving their new CFO $15, uh, $15 million bonus. So, wow, it's about 8% of uh, their workforce. Um Apparently, it's mostly in non-development areas. So, um, publishing, it, mobile. You know, uh, yeah. So they sh- apparently shut down an entire studio that was here. I've never heard of it, but Z Two Live <laughs> was a mobile game studio. Um, yeah, a lot of publishing folk, a lot of support folk. It's not actual developers. Um, you know, and it's it's hard to say what causes it. Um. I think they kind of want to focus on some other stuff. I think part of it is they just don't have anything huge coming out this year either. So, you know, it's, it's, it's really hard. Um, and it's, you know, you, you, yeah, they're giving them good severance. Yeah. You know, career placement. Yeah. Whatever. But man, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to hear stories of both developers and non-developers, you know, giving everything they can to a company like this and then being laid off just because they aren't bringing out enough games in 2019. So, you know, hopefully they'll all make it, but man, 775 people is a lot. That's a huge amount of employees. Like it's a bunch of people going, you know, trying to find jobs. So best of luck to all of them. And, uh, I guess we'll see how it goes. I didn't realize candy crush was under the blizzard Activision umbrella. Yeah, isn't that crazy? <laughs> they literally have every monstrosity in the form of like... Yeah. So oh, wow. I guess we'll oh. see. Um, I guess in slightly happier news, uh, Apex Legends has hit the 25 million total player mark, which that's a lot of players in like, what, a week? Yeah. Um, they're well over a million concurrence. Um that's a lot that's an absolute lot (laughs) so um good on them they announced that they're going to have uh like starting at the end of this week i want to say i think there no yeah there's there's going to be a valentine's event that uh that starts this week actually um and that's actually going to kick off the the first season um they're also doing the Twitch Rivals Apex Legend Challenge, which starts actually, I think, today and runs through the 19th with a bunch of Twitch streamers competing. There's Valentine's Day loot that will be available for a limited time. And then uh, March 1st will ring in the first of season one. They also released their uh, uh, their kind of roadmap for the next year. They're going to do, I think, four uh seasons this year um they're gonna have a battle pass just like Fortnite does um yeah so they're gonna do four one in march one in june one in september and one in december um new playable characters weapons loot all sorts of of stuff um battle pass very much like Fortnite. so i don't think i don't think we're going to see any huge surprises out of apex um I think we it'll be more what we've seen of them so far. Small incremental changes that, you know, kind of push their game yeah. forward and certain, you know, differentiate it a little bit from Fortnite and PUBG. Um, but who knows? Maybe maybe they'll do something really big and really cool. I, I just like more that I think it's a, a battle royale sh- game that I care about. Yeah. So I, hopefully the player boy base sticks around and because, mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, I, 
I believe in this game and I haven't even played it yet. It just looks it looks neat. So I kind of wonder if I mean, the the one thing that this could do, and I mean, who knows? It's still so early, is that this very easily, I think, could erode PUBG's kind of space because i don't think i don't think apex is going to take away from fortnite i think that the fortnite um player base skews a lot younger than you probably think it does like i think it's 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 very much that like 12 kids who dance at elementary schools right yeah 12 to 20 22 year olds i think it probably skews and i wonder if apex will skew a little bit older which is where PUBG used to live so we'll see i'm interested though because i think there is a demographic of people that play PUBG that are in it for like the survival realism yeah and i don't know if it seems like in a, a kind of almost elitist attitude towards the battle royale genre and and what it means um quotations all over the place um yeah but, that's true um but yes i think very much again if a game is more fun then they'll go play that game that's more fun so maybe maybe there's room for all three it's yeah. really hard to say it's really hard to say um we also have some Fortnite news this is dylan was so excited so why don't you tell us about um, this dylan he like he literally like lit up well yeah because like i i I was just perusing the interwebs and I was like, Fortnite lets me merge my accounts now, which at this point isn't a super big deal for me, but it it is another step towards all your stuff is in one place. Um, So before your PlayStation and PC would play nice and you cross progressed on those and your Xbox was a separate account because they just couldn't get it to work with Xbox Live apparently. But now you can merge them all together and so it's it's a hundred percent cross progression yep everything is the same so um my the stuff i did on my xbox is now all connected to my pc and my playstation so whichever system i log into it's all merged and you just have to go into your epic account fortnite there's a there's a link somewhere if you just google merge fortnite accounts (laughs) like it'll pop up easy as that i'll post Um, in the show notes and you'll just put in like your primary account like on your PC and then you'll say my Xbox one is this and they'll just, and literally it says up to two weeks. I literally got an email like within two hours and it said it was done. So, and it was, all I, I tell you, so. I have always hated having to have like a separate account, like having an Xbox with an Xbox live account and then also having to have an EA account right. and a, you know, a you play account and all that other crap. But if that allows me to do this kind of thing super easily, like it will all have been worthwhile. Like it, it never felt worthwhile, no. but if well, it's not necessary, it, like this seems like the only reason you would have it is so you could have an account that exists in multiple places. Yeah. So if, if exactly like that, then there's no, it's there's kind of no point to it. So, yep. Yeah. So that's super good news. And I'll put po- we uh, Dylan posted a really easy like wiki for how to do that. I'll post those in our show notes so you can uh, see that. Um, speaking of cross play and cross progression, the uh, the folks from that make Paladins, um, which is a game that I think has not been like super high on a lot of people's radar but has you know definitely has a player base uh the the ceo uh from high res came out and literally just called out sony to stop playing favorites that you know obviously you've tested fortnite you've seen it worked you've tested rocket league you see it it works just 
give it up. Like this isn't a, a beta anymore. You need to stop playing favorites and let everyone play on a level level playing field. Um, and interestingly, he actually had a bunch of like data to back up how important this is. So Paladins right now, if you're on an Xbox, you can you can cross play with uh, the Switch. So Switch players on, on Paladins and Xbox players on Paladins can play together. And he says that the wait time in between matches has been reduced 30% by crossplay on those two platforms. The and the level spread. So the um essentially matching players with like players from a skill perspective um, is down 40%. So their internal definition of a bad match is down 80%. So their matches are matchmaking way faster and like players are playing with like players in 80% more matches than was previously available. So, you know, it's, it's just... I don't think there's a single person that we've been talking about this a lot in the discord lately. I don't think there's a single person who isn't just being contrarian that doesn't want cross play and cross progression. And it's great to see numbers that really, really back that up. Right. Dylan? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I accidentally got on a weird inner page. So. But yes, it's, it's exactly what I said earlier, because there is yeah. not a single argument to be made other than there are competitive environments in which, but to me, that is a separate thing when you're talking about competitive play. Um, And that can be handled by its own. It's, I think it's, there's a very easy solution to that. If you're going to host competitive tournaments and things, sure. You lock people into playing it on the same system or whatever it is. But aside from that, there is no real, argument against it other than if it was a technical issue to work out but we've apparently moved past that like we we're smarter than that now so yeah they just need to they just need to open it up because it's it the benefit the only person it doesn't benefit is is playstation and it hugely benefits every single person playing video games but the thing is i don't how much does it really detract from playstation that's what i'm wondering like are you really going to see that much of a difference if i only have to buy the game once well i mean i think that i i think the problem is it's anecdotal i don't think anybody knows and i don't know if there's any way you could you could actually test that because you know i mean did i buy i i own two playstations did i buy them so that i could play games with other people Yes, I did. If there wasn't crossplay, would I? Or if crossplay existed everywhere, would I have bought those? You probably would have one. Probably would have one, right? Um, but maybe not. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure that that's the way they see it. I'm sure that the way they see it is there are people that own PlayStations, own, like for the the, and the only reason is so they can play with friends. And so they would lose sales. And I'm sure that the other way they think about it, and maybe even the the bigger way they think about it, is like you were saying today, some of the things you purchased for Fortnite, you bought on your Xbox. And by giving them cross progression, it means you did not have to buy those things again on your PlayStation. So they're missing that 30% share of things there. They're missing the 30% share for the games you have to buy, you know? So, I mean, are they going to lose money? Yeah, probably. 
is that a reason for them not to do it? Absolutely not. Yeah. Well, to, just, to me, it seems like it's the inevitable thing that you should probably just do it now and figure out how to make your money in a different way. The same way well, Fortnite figured out a way to not sell you a game. They let you download a game for free. Like, I mean, like mobile games do, right? And then they sell you on the back end and you spend way more money than you would initially do on a $60 purchase. So yeah. it seems like there's going to be a different model in the future and people are just going to be able to play their games together. To me, like not to get political, but this is this problem is what the free market is supposed to give us is that you you open up competition among things and the best one will rise to the top as opposed to artificially propping you know, things up via, you know, regulations or whatever. And, and if you really think about it, them refusing crossplay is them artificially creating a monopoly. Right. They're creating a um, demand on their console just because you can't play with your yeah. So, you know, support crossplay and then prove that you have the best system. Right. You know, you you obviously think you do. And and obviously, based on sales, a lot of other people think you do too. So why not yeah. why not prove that and it's like i'm i'm happy with you having god of war only be on playstation yeah like that's fine Absolutely. like i understand give people a reason to buy your system but yeah a game like fortnite that you did not create like that is not your your game i feel like everyone should be able to play that with each other on yeah. their systems if it I is agree. possible yeah, and it obviously is. So we'll see. I mean, I think it's this is such a dead horse at this time. Oh, it, but it is. Like, I'm just going to puddle. And it's fine. I'm just going to keep beating it until it works. Yeah, I'm, you know, I mean, not that. I'm glad that this people like this are just saying, hey, stop it. Like, yeah. like we're ready yep. to do this. Like, just the more developers and games are just call them out and, and make it very known that that's where they're yep. at. I think that's the best thing. Yep, I agree. Um, sorry, are you, let, let me ask you a question, Dylan. It comes out in yes. three days. You're excited about Crackdown yes. 3. I am too. I'm really bummed I will not be. I mean, I'm not real bummed because instead of playing Crackdown, I will be in Florida. But uh, I'll play it for you. You know, you play it yeah. for me. Interestingly enough, Crackdown 3 has a competitive multiplayer mode. Interestingly enough, at launch, you will not be able to play that with your friends. Okay. <laughs> so. Um, a bunch of people playing kind of a, a beta notice that like, Hey, there's, there's no in ability to, you know, invite friends so we can all play together. And Microsoft said, Oh yeah, that's just not done yet. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not that you won't be able to play, you know, the, the multiplayer, uh, competitive multiplayer with your friends. It's just, you won't be able to do it. Yeah quite yet which is fine so it's coming it's fine i mean like i guarantee you i'm not going to be playing it anyway yeah um <laughs> but uh, the good news is is that the the campaign which you can play co-op will allow that uh that you know to play with friends because it'd be really weird to co play co-op with just some other rando yeah <laughs> although heck, that's that's an interesting idea like especially if you could figure out a way to do co-op without having to do voice chat like like they did with apex legends mm -hmm. it'd be very interesting to play a game entirely co-op with just someone they're like hey you two play together yeah. now i don't know that, that's kind of how um 
Oh, shoot. Ashen plays, actually. is It does have multiplayer. You can allow other people to come into your game and play co-op with you. Um, and it's kind of drop in, drop out. If if they're not there, it actually gives you a NPC to do it for you. But there is no voice chat at all. So you just have to kind of yeah. figure it out. But I don't know. We'll see. I, I am very, very excited about Crackdown I'm 3. I'm super excited. Um, I... <laughs> I, I hope it's good too because it would suck to be super excited about it and then come back like a week later and go like I'm really excited to try it and everyone's like nah it sucks don't bother yeah. <laughs> at least if you're home on the first day you can play it and go like oh yeah that does suck yeah <laughs> I think it's gonna be good though I'm excited yeah. about it. it it's one of those games where it's 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 as fun as you're gonna make it, it it's a playground yeah. style game so it's I think it's going to be good. I feel it. It is good for me. I, I, I feel it too, man. I'm excited. Yeah. I will have to, I'll, I'll leave my Xbox on so I can like do the remote install yeah. while I'm gone. <laughs> so it'll be here when I get home, which won't matter because when I get home, Anthem will also be here, but you know, it okay, is what it is. Just take an Xbox with you. I always think about it. <laughs> I always do. Um, and I take, I take my switch with me, but I, I find I rarely play yeah. it. So you know, it, the Disney World is just too big of a pull. All right, uh, up next, you we've we talked about Telltale a lot. We've talked about playing The Walking Dead so far today. Um, we we covered Telltale a lot when they closed suddenly, like you know, yesterday there was a Telltale Studios. Today there is not. Um, but according to sources, uh, a handful of Telltale developers have formed a, a new company called Ad Hoc Studio. And what makes that interesting, to me anyway, is uh, what they plan to do with it. So what they want to start creating is uh, interactive, interactive live action experiences. So that is uh, not exactly what telltale does it's actually going to be using full motion video or at least what they're experimenting with yeah isn't that interesting we actually so when we played uh hellblade one of the the things that kind of came out of hellblade is that uh, most of that game is 3d rendered you know video game characters like most video games are mm-hmm. but there's a handful of characters in that game that are actually full motion video people that are kind of projected into it. It really works because your character is uh, suffers from psychosis. So having characters that look kind of video-y and kind of, kind of translucent and, and whatever look more like visions than they probably would if they were model right. so it, it really works for that and uh joe Coleslaw actually asked you know like have you are there other games that do that and we we kind of poked around it and you know there are some but there there aren't a ton um and i thought it was really interesting when i read that these guys are, are going to try doing that so you know it, it's a it's a super interesting idea full motion video you know had its time in the what am i gonna say late 90s and it wasn't it wasn't a good time <laughs> but you know it's had a kind of a resurgence with things like uh her story and quantum break that people are doing interesting things with video now so like it'll be cool to see if uh if these folks can do anything interesting what was their name again ad hoc studio so we'll see i mean obviously gears out but keep an eye on them yeah good for them good for those people you, you know well, it's, it's your opportunity, Dylan, as a as a video person to get into game development. Yeah. It's always like, been an interesting idea to do kind of the the movies as games thing. I think about that often. Right? Um, like, there's something there. I, I, I should really play her story. I've heard great things about it, and I have not tried it. But I think there's 
I can see a lot of ways you could integrate video footage into a video game, either via kind of that that found footage um, kind of trope or I mean, I think her story was was taped interviews that you watched, as I recall. But I think I think there could be something really there. It's it's fun to see those mediums kind of kind of merging. So we'll see. All right. So we have talked about PlayStation a lot today <laughs> because they can't get their crap together and give us crossplay. Um, interestingly, they are also shaking up internally. Um, so the guy who was the boss of PlayStation Europe uh, has now become the president of all of Sony Interactive. Um and then the guy who used to be that has the is now moving on to focusing on PlayStation at work. So the new boss of uh, PlayStation is named Jim Ryan. He is replacing, uh, let's see, John Codera. Um, so they'll flip kind of around on April first. It's interesting. It's interesting how many kind of management shakeups there's been within Sony Interactive over the last. I'm going to say year. I, I wish I was smart enough or like involved with the business side of this enough to be able to like pull names out. But I know that they've had some a lot of of kind of moving around. Um, the same thing is. Yeah. So actually, it's right here. So Andrew House left at the end of 2017. John Kudera took his job and now he's moving somewhere else. And, and Jim Ryan is taking over as head of the business. So there's been a lot of shakeup in that kind of Sony interactive space, which is interesting just because they're doing so well. Um, usually you see folks leave like this when they're not doing great. So I guess we'll see. We'll see what uh, what direction they take Sony interactive in um depending on jim ryan's view on crossplay and stuff it may hopefully his mean that we get flavor will be uh um what it needs to put beans on toast right is that because he's european uk i guess they yeah on toast have, have you ever had beans on toast it sounds disgusting it's pretty okay yeah not my thing anyway so that is that uh i wish adam was here because i think this is something he'd actually get excited about he's the only person i know that is playing assassin's creed odyssey to the very 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 end right. uh, um i guess two things about assassin's creed odyssey if you were part of the google uh streaming thing where you're supposed to get a copy of assassin's creed odyssey you have not received that yet but i did i got an email about it uh, i'm gonna say friday saying that hey it's still coming they're working on it so you'll just need to be a little more patient they're gonna let you know kind of the status of that within a week or two so it's still coming if you don't have yours don't panic uh but when you do get it there will actually be a new game plus mode for assassin's creed odyssey which uh i guess is cool um we actually have a question about it so i'm not gonna go too far into this but i guess if you really like assassin's creed odyssey and the first 40 hours of it weren't enough then uh you know there's ooh, i just hit my microphone <laughs> there's uh there's more coming yeah. for you so i i guess that's great right yeah i don't know any game that big i don't think i desire any new game plus yeah um, you yep. need to play a game you. again once i've played it when it's on I, such a large scale, doesn't seem. Yeah. Like, we'll talk about it more in a minute. Um, 
do you consider yourself to be a Beat Saber expert, Dylan? By no means, but it is quite fun. Maybe an I enthusiast. Have play, I, I have also seen you play Beat Saber. I would also not consider you to be a Beat Saber expert. I don't like but you were I don't very like enthusiastic. The segments. Well, it's because you're 35 yeah, feet tall. I, like I have to duck I don't more. Like, <laughs> I don't. I don't like the ducking segments because I'm 42 and my 41 and my knees are absolute garbage. Like it's it's like duck. I'm like, mm, I'll just get hit by the wall. Nah, it's only a couple points. <laughs> it's only a couple points. Anyway, apparently, people that play uh, Beat Saber at very, very, very high levels are so fast at it and so. I, I'm just going to say maybe acrobatic. Is that the right word? I'm not even sure that uh, Steam VR actually had to adjust their code because they have sanity checks in it to say, could someone have actually moved their their motion controls that quickly? Or is it just a bug that we, you know, essentially you set limits on how fast you think someone can move a controller and anything past that, it just ignores because there's just no way it can be a human. And apparently that means that some of the people that are playing beat saber are not humans because you challenged the, them and actually, they stepped up. Yeah. They've, they've surpassed that. So <laughs> Valve actually had to issue a, uh, a patch to steam VR in order to account for, superhuman specifically beat saber people which i think is absolutely crazy it is interesting so. i guess hmm it's interesting because you wouldn't the you would have to be playing a song that was that fast yeah right? super super fast well we're probably probably that fast or on a an expert level right. of you know switching but at some point they, like they the, literally, the, the, the beats per measure would be like astronomical the need to move that fast that's i'm curious what this yeah. actually looks like yeah they said that one of the checks they have relates to how fast we thought it was physically possible for someone to turn their wrist it turns out that a properly motivated human being using a light enough controller could go faster which is 3600 degrees per second than we thought wow so yeah those, those beat saber people man right it's good stuff i'm a i love that game i wish i wish i wish beat saber i wish vr was just easier to set up right. like it's such a pain i played hellblade in vr over the weekend scary that's it's nauseating holy <laughs> hell it's so gross um it's actually it's actually not super scary um it's i would say it's actually way more intense to play it with really good headphones on a 4k tv yeah. Yeah. So anywho, more on that if you want to listen to me talk about it for two hours coming next Monday. Um I I, I mean I don't want to say I forced Dylan to. That that seems like I don't like hold him at gunpoint, but we listen to a lot of video game soundtracks at work. Um yeah. we've got a pretty cool setup in our office where we've got speech in the ceiling and a PC and we just load up Spotify and we play uh we play music through it. And, and not always, but quite a bit of the time we play uh video game soundtracks from Spotify, which is good what I listen to. Music. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's good stuff to work to. And if you do that too, then you will be very happy to know that Capcom just dumped a literal ton of uh, a lot of kind of classic Capcom games on Spotify. And you can find them by searching for Capcom Sound Team, which is who the artist is for this. Um, the downside is 
um, they're all in Japanese. <laughs> so oh. it, if you don't speak Japanese, you're going to have to kind of sort through them. Um, the good news is there's pictures. The, yeah, there's pictures. <laughs> the album covers are all in English. So like just. <clears throat> you OK? I think I'm dying. I'm sorry. Um, scrolling through the pictures, it looks like a lot of Mega Man, a lot of Street Fighter, a lot of Devil May Cry. A lot of stuff that I can't identify. <laughs> Monster Hunter. I bet if you click on it, it'll um, sound good, though. That's the Super Street Fighter. Yeah, it, it, it's just I mean, it's a ton of stuff. I mean, gosh, there's got to be I don't even know how many albums here. Let's see. There's six across. There's six, 42, 48, 54, 61 albums. Wow which is that, that's a lot of music. So yeah, no, if you're, if you're a fan of cop Capcom and it looks like Capcom kind of through the ages, there's a bunch of breath of fire stuff on here. I think it's uh, I think you should go listen to it. So F zero or no, is that right? Zero zero three. I don't know what that is, but tons and tons and tons of stuff on Spotify. And like, I guess if you're not a, like I pay for a Spotify account, um, but even if you don't, you can listen to Spotify, um, with ads and it's not it's not bad so it used to be yeah i mean it's 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 worth 10 bucks a month is there a five dollar plan there used to be a five five dollar plan plan is if you're a student i think oh right yeah yeah man if you're a student like you can get hulu and spotify and showtime for five bucks a month so that's a good deal anyway it's a real good deal (laughs) i i like it a lot uh anyway go check out spotify and capcom hopefully i would i wish man i wish more video game companies would dump all their stuff on spotify i love 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 listening to those soundtracks um shoot i think that's all our news i think so Oh man, we got through it. Um, one thing I forgot to do though is say, yeah, thanks to our lovely and wonderful patrons. Um, you can, if you would like to be a patron of ours and let us continue doing this, this wacky, wacky podcast we do once a week. Um, I mean, not that we're going to, we're not going to stop if they don't. Right. I don't think so. Okay, good. Um, but you can support us. That'd be cool. Uh, for little as a dollar a month, you can get early access to our episodes. A um, bunch of other stuff. We'll send you some some stickers, all sorts of some cool stuff. But if you pay us $10 a month, we will happily, happily, happily read your name off and um, possibly make jokes at your expense. Yes. Maybe. Always. Anyway, uh, first up, Alan Schulte, who played through uh, Hellblade with us and was a ton of fun to talk to. I really, th- that was the experience I was hoping to get when we started doing Bite Me DLC plays is having folks come in and chat about the games and what they thought and uh, share with us. So that was great to have him do that. Austin Palmer, Jack Irish, our good friend from Australia, Jacob Frank, who we need to get him back in here because I miss the dude, but he's been super busy. As always, Joe Cole Jr., he is always in the discord and always a pleasure kevin schold who is also always in discord and also is always a pleasure and we play video games all the time which is great and tom mcdermott and of course Vinny champa the chomster is going to be up next dylan do it yo Vinny. isn't his birthday it was his birthday recently it was his birthday he had what hey, yo, looked Vinny, like an birthday. what you got for your birthday did you get a cake for your birthday he, 
I, he said he got a green screen. Green screen. So here he's going to get green a green screen. screen. So Vinny, his, that's his new nickname. Yep. So his uh, his live streams, which are already good, will be of an even higher quality because of a green screen. Uh, yeah. No, his birthday was over the weekend. I believe he is now legally able to drink, um, which is exciting. His birthday party, I, I believe he said that it was equal parts uh, fun and embarrassing, which is pretty good. They had matching T-shirts. I'll tell you that That's much. Awesome. Um, it was good. It was really good. So, yes, I'll, Vinny. I'll tell you what you can do with that green screen, though. You can put it over your head. And pretend you're a green ghost. That's would be the best way to stream. That's the green super ghost. good. Everyone, <laughs> it'd be funny. <laughs> you'd be a green ghost. It'd be great. I love it. That's, that's a great idea. I I wish I could get a green screen to work in my office. I can't. Um, I just don't have the room. I don't know. I, I have one. It just doesn't work. But having a green screen is literally one of the most fun things I do. I I do a lot of things with it that unfortunately are not related to gaming. Uh, Vinny wants to know what is the game you are most looking forward to in 2019? Do you think 2019 can outshine the games of 2018? Uh, Mr. Dylan? No. <laughs> um, I'm, tr- <laughs> I'm trying to even say like, I don't, for whatever reason, I don't remember a lot of games from now other than some of the big ones that are about to come out. Honestly, Crackdown 3 is pretty exciting for me. It's pretty exciting. So, I there's a lot of good games coming out this month or this year though. You've got Anthem, you've got The Division 2, you've got that Sekiro Shadows Die which I'm not super hyped about, but a lot of people are. Metro, Rage, Crackdown, the new Far Cry game, uh Kingdom Hearts already came out. There's a do- new Devil May Cry, there's Real Combat Days Gone. I mean, there's a lot of stuff even just coming out in the next like on. three months. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming out in 2019. Oh, yeah. um, what I'm most excited about is super hard to say um, because there's so many things I am excited about, to be honest. Uh, I was super hyped for Kingdom Hearts and I still am super hyped for Kingdom Hearts, but I barely played it. So, it, well, it's a big endeavor and it's like like i'm playing with my wife so it's hard we've kind of like you where we've been meaning to play more of it but instead of been watching tv right. so you know that's hard probably right now the game i am most excited about is um anthem just because i think it's the kind of game that i'm going to be able to dump just tons and tons and tons and tons of hours into um but I mean, that being said, like, I'm also really excited about um, like Rage. Rage looks like a game that I'm going to really enjoy. Um, or Rage 2. Oh, my gosh. It's it's the podcat. Dylan just brought his cat to play. It's great. Um, I'm really excited about the new Far Cry game, um, which unfortunately, like, I probably am not actually going to play until like May. Like, a, <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's kind of the thing is, is like if I've been at home right now, I probably would buy it on the 15th and play it real quick, play it in between. Yeah, either play it real quick or play it in between Anthem. But as it stands, I probably won't. Um, I'm super excited about Ori. Like Ori is was such a great game. I don't I don't know. I mean, there's there's a ton of great games and it's so hard to compare. I, I have a really hard time comparing years because it always seems like what's coming next is going to be the greatest thing. So I I guess we'll see, but man, there are a lot of games, especially in the next, 
I'm going to say like three or four months that I am super, super hyped for. Like, I mean, if you just look at it, like February is an amazing month. We've got a new Far Cry. We've got Anthem. We've got um, a new Trials game coming out. There's there's so much just coming out just in February. Um, new Metro game coming out. Metro game coming out. I, I, I don't know. They all look great. They all look really, really good. And 2018 was a great year, yeah. too. So I don't know. Anything that really peaks you i think 2018 was pretty exceptional um it so was. I, to try to do a quick comparison probably not but that doesn't mean that you're going to be at some sort of disadvantage in what games you have to play um i mean this might be the best february ever who knows uh right? but i mean it's hard 2018 had red dead it had spider-man it had god of war it had forza which was like such a weird game for me to absolutely love it had far cry which i also loved it had sea of thieves i mean there's some really i mean i i think it's hard to compare years because we're at a point in video gaming where every year is great every year is full of cool games that we want to play every month is full of cool games we want to play like it's it's getting to the point where it's hard to choose what i want to play not because of we were talking about this the other day in the discord actually is the it, like money is not getting in the way of my gaming really it's t- it's the point where it's time like i i have you know between new games i could buy and just the games i'm getting with game pass or with games with gold or with playstation plus like i could play games three or four hours a day and probably still not have enough time to play all the games i want to play it's kind of crazy so i don't know yeah yeah uh next up so this is this is actually kind of based on uh I don't know if it had anything to do with Assassin's Creed Odyssey getting new games plus, but Joe Coleslaw wants to know what are your thoughts on completing games with an extra challenge? I think his was actually uh, related to uh, Kingdom Hearts has a new game plus as well Uh, with either playing a game with new game plus or playing a game on a harder difficulty. um, There are some games where the achievements and trophies require you to beat on a harder level. And some folks just enjoy playing a game again on a hard difficulty to get you know either that challenge or just to get more out of it um is that something you do at all dylan do you do you do new game I plus or playing on harder difficulty no, not really nope. i think there was a short period of time um i think in the heyday of couch co-op games like when you were playing split screen halo with your buddies and you wanted to beat it on legendary there was a time when that was the fun thing to do, but it generally involved having three other people or one other person with you that was doing it alongside you for me to do something by myself like that. I'd rather just play something else. However, I think something might be referring to, I saw him explaining that he was like, it was like some sort of constraints you put onto yourself while playing a game. And this kind of made me think of, I had some buddies playing the, like, I think it was legend of Zelda Ocarina of time with the randomizer, like emulated on their PC. So like when you would open a chest, it would just give you a random item, which doesn't mean you're getting the right key to open the right door to move you on. So like (laughs) you would have to play the game completely different and have such a good knowledge of, what you need to do to move on in that game so when you actually do find what you need you know or things that you find can actually allow you to access other parts of the map that sounds awful and i don't want anything to do with it 
yeah, that's and that's that's the reality is, is is like we were saying, when you think about um, tying off the last question is I, I barely have enough time to play the new games I want to play, let alone playing another game again. Um, I think the last time I probably did this was actually Diablo 2, which means it was like the late 90s. Uh, but I know I ran through Diablo 2 with my brother. Oh, I'm going to say three or four times, um, just progressively harder and harder and harder and harder. But I mean, it was also back in the day when I didn't have nearly as much money um, and probably had more time than I do now. So, you know, there just weren't it wasn't a thing where I had 20 games that I could go play. It was I had a game I could go play. So um I think probably the only modern game I've ever wanted to do that is Oxenfree. And it's just because I absolutely adore Oxenfree. Um, I've played all the way through that game twice. And and I, it does have a new game plus that I would be interested in checking out. I just haven't actually gotten around to doing it. But that game's, I mean, almost beatable in a sitting. So, you know, you could I think you can beat Oxenfree in four hours, maybe. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's not like going new game plus on that is like, you know, a huge time commitment. So not really my thing. And I'm definitely not a, like, I've never thought like, man, maybe I should play this game again on a harder difficulty. Like that's never occurred to me. Like sometimes I'm like, man, I wish this game had an easier difficulty, but never harder, never harder. All right. Final question in this jeopardy round. Uh, from Eddie Spaghetti, I completely forgot to ask this last year or last uh, last episode, and I felt bad. So Eddie asks, if you could change the voice of Alexa or Siri to any video game character, who would it be? Imagine Kratos dropping some bad words when you're asking about the weather in winter. <laughs> what do you think, Dylan? Um, part of me just says like Mario because you're going to ask him anything. And he's going to say to me, Mario. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's so many characters that just they say like one thing so i imagine that's the response yeah. um that's funny <laughs> that's good i you know i mean the funny thing is is like the actual answer should probably be cortana but that already i exists. mean I, it already <laughs> exists so my dog is outside my bedroom it's just or my office just like barking up a storm i think we're being invaded by yeah. zombies or something um so let's see what would i change mine to um i mean any vulgar character like trevor from gta or, oh my um, gosh that'd be funny someone someone mentioned uh officer tenpenny from san andreas who is just samuel jackson um yeah that'd be good. any gta that'd be good. character would honestly be phenomenal and i i think the funny thing for me is i think i would be way more likely to try and change it to a very like proper English sounding, you know, like if I, if I want my mechanical servant to be a mechanical servant, like I think it'd be really great to have it be, you know, a very, a very proper British, you know, yeah. person. but I, I'm trying to think of what game that could yeah. be. And I, I can't, uh, I can't really think of the right game for that. So I, I like movies pop up very, very readily, but I can't think of uh, the right, the right game. So something I do want is like, I want like an M rated uh, navigation app too. like, so if I <laughs> like cusses or something like that. I, 
ways every once in a while will have like sponsored ones. Um, and I had Mr. T for the, for a while, which is pretty funny. I don't ever, I very rarely have the directions on, so it doesn't really matter very much, but, but for a little while it was like, I pity the fool who doesn't take a left ahead. (laughs) That was pretty great. great, Um, I've also thought about this. I'm like, how, how long is it? Great. Like I can't can't imagine that I actually want this for very long. Nope, you don't. You do but, uh, not. So yeah. from Portal, what's the Oh uh Wesley yeah. or Gladys? One of any of those robots would also be great. I Wesley would be perfect. Um it's I think it's Steven Merchant that does that voice. He's actually the exact person yeah, I want. He he's got that kind of that, that nice British accent. He's kind of Yeah. Yeah. That, that's That'd be it good. right there. So, so question, do you have your, I, I don't think you can do it with Alexa, but with Siri, do you have yours just set to the default Siri? I do. Yeah. My wife actually hers has her set to, uh, like a, a, a British accent, which is really fun in the car. Yeah. Like, especially cause they can't pronounce a lot of the roads around here and stuff, which is yeah. great. So yeah, I, I I don't know. She just enjoys it. And I think it's kind of fun, but apparently not so fun that I think to change. Right, mine, I think so. I just haven't changed mine because I don't care enough. <laughs> you don't use it frequently that I care. Yeah. I think. Yep. I hear you. All right. Uh, finally, cheap free games. There is exactly one. Um, and it's not actually cheap. Or, yeah, it's not cheap or free yet. Um, but starting on February 21st. So it's it's a couple days from now. Actually, this is like we could have you guys could talk about this next time, too, because it'll actually be on the release of our next podcast. My dog is murdering something. I don't know what it is. Uh, you'll be able to uh, February 21st through March 7th on the Epic Store. You will be able to pick up Thimbleweed Park for free. And think Thimbleweed Park is the best adventure game made in the last I don't know, 10 years, probably it is incredibly fun. And I loved it very, 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 very much. So starting on February 21st, everybody with a PC should go download that for free from the Epic store. I'm excited. All right, do it, do it now. Um, There's also a new humble bundle out, but I don't remember what it was. I think it was games made with game maker. So go check that out. Um, If you want to hook us up with a little bit of something, something you can go to bite me slash humble and get it that'll make everybody happy do it, do it. dylan I, do. I gotta go study for a project management test I'm go watch tv <laughs> yours is better than mine <laughs> hopefully, I hopefully we can leave the house tomorrow <laughs> i we're gonna get to work tomorrow right i'm gonna try i don't think be, i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna rush out of the house in the morning no but. no i was planning on rolling into the office about 10 and leaving about four that 10. was 10 four. Ten, four, good. 10 four good buddy good 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 uh you can find everything about us at bitemepodcast.com you should go look at it because i got bored the other day and i made it a little bit better <laughs> nothing nothing stupendous but it is better than it was so go to bitemepodcast.com you can uh follow us on facebook at facebook.com slash bite me podcast twitter at twitter.com slash bite me podcast um if you go to bite me podcast.com it's very easy for you to get on our discord at bite me podcast.com slash discord and uh, there's actually been a couple new people hanging out it's been very nice i love having new people so come hang out with us there and i i think that's everything right that's it do it, Dylan. Bite me. Mmm, so good. <laughs> <laughs>